So I think when we start to set boundaries and we start to create them, we get to create a new narrative that it's self-care. Yes. Because you're saying, okay, I don't need that other person. It's like the biggest empowerment tool. It's like, I don't need that other person. I don't need to please the other person to get what I need internally. I can give it to myself. Welcome to the Soul Ascend podcast with your hosts, Meg and Jen. We're going to help you mega manifest and generate your soul's highest ascension in business, relationships, spirituality, money, and health. Welcome, and let's dive in. Hello, Megan. Hi, Jennifer Luddington. <laughs> my full name. Am I in trouble? <laughs> <laughs> Did I get busted? Did you see what I was doing last night? <laughs> Hello, hello. Hello, Soul Ascent Nation. We are so excited to come to you today because we're going to talk about boundaries. Yeah. And, you know, for me, Meg, I don't know about you, but boundaries are so important for me to um, to create clearly so that I don't get burnt out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, Jen and I always have a commitment to serve you to we listen to your feedback mm-hmm. and in season one the avoiding burnout episode top the charts yeah i mean and i think i was shocked um i didn't i didn't quite understand like, i was like wow that's what people want to hear about yeah. interesting i i it blew my mind. Yeah. There, there were some that were actually at the bottom. I thought we're going to be at the top. Yeah. So ego's throwing tantrum right now. But <laughs> <laughs> so obviously we're going to be guided by your feedback and and how you respond to the podcast. So we felt like this was a great episode to kind of dive into with you today. Yeah, yeah, and and here's here's why is. You know, I always like to look deep into the root of, you know, why that episode was number one. Mm -hmm. And if we look at some of the themes and the experiences that we've endured in 2020 and in 2021, let's look at it right now. Okay, so 2020, the world stopped. Right. We kind of all got to catch up and like push pause. And push pause. I stopped working quote unquote working Mm -hmm. right for six months and I just said you know what I'm not gonna try to do it all I I'm gonna really take advantage of this time Mm -hmm. and be a present wife be a present parent and do the things that maybe our family wouldn't get to do together and so what that meant was we'd wake up together We'd be in each other's energy. We'd collectively decide what we wanted to do. We'd explore some of the hiking trails and beautiful landscape that is, hello, in our backyard that I've just been too busy to pay Mm. attention to. And so I share this with you guys because... I think there was a lot of light in in the darkness in during the pandemic, during the lockdown. And part of that light was, I think I can speak for a lot of us in that we did get to hit pause. We did get to slow down. And in that slowing down, uh, we were able to do the things that you know, maybe were a priority for us. Um, so what was your experience in 2020? Yeah, I feel like it's so <laughs> funny. not the same. Um, yeah, I feel like what it was was permission. Oh, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. So for me, like, 
I needed somebody to give me permission to just say time out. Like, yeah, chill the and not fuck feel out. guilty. Because if if we were to have done that any other time, we would have shamed ourselves every single day. Totally. And that was 2020 for me was like permission to just be. And then what happened for me was as soon as kind of the pandemic like shadow was starting to lift, I started to feel this movement again. Yeah. And it's like you almost want to catch up. Make up for lost time. Yeah, subconsciously yeah. catch up to all the things that you might have missed out on, right, in 2020. <laughs> and so I think that right now, as we're, you know, towards the end of 2021, it's a great time to kind of say, okay, let's pause again and see how we're actually pulling in the things that we learned in 2020, uh-huh. bring them into 2021 and in the future yeah. to create firm boundaries for how to be and not always push. Yes. And then create a new way of being that we can pull in both sides so that we can really elevate our lives. That's so good. And boundaries is the key. And, you know, when I say it, it doesn't really sound sexy, but I think <laughs> we can make it kind of sexy here because <laughs> when we set clear boundaries, we can carve out time to go on that hot date with our husband or our significant other. We can carve out time to, you know, go to a concert or, you know, do things that, you know, maybe before because we were too busy and the line was fuzzy, we were not able to do. We said we didn't have the capacity, we didn't have the time, we didn't have the energy. But I think boundaries can really be the gateway to us unlocking um, the fruits of our labor and and the joy and the pleasure in life. Yeah. And I love that you said it can be sexy because this is the thing. Like for me, you're you're speaking into things that we can go and do in our lives. For me personally, boundaries allow me to have more energetic capacity more Uh than anything else. Yep. So my bandwidth can expand massively. I can think more clearly. Um, I, (laughs) I literally can take on more empathy, more compassion for other people when I create those boundaries. Uh For me, it's like that part of the energetic elevation is super powerful for me. Absolutely. And that's what I want our audience to be able to not only say, okay, how can I do this without feeling like an asshole? Literally. Uh (laughs) Like, seriously. And how can I do it and really take care of not only the things that I want to do for other people, but how can I take care of those boundaries that I can really dive into me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if you wouldn't mind, let's give some context. Okay. To uh, to our <laughs> listeners, because I think you and I both have some really good examples yeah. of when the lines got fuzzy, <laughs> and and I I think this podcast and Soul Ascend is a perfect example of you know I we have a commitment to be totally transparent yep. in in how we get to show up and when we do make mistakes, mm-hmm. and and I I honestly think that mistakes. And failures are just us pushing new thresholds. And I think they're successes. And so part of us succeeding in Soul Ascend was getting really fuzzy with boundaries. <laughs> so, so, you know, when we first started recording the podcast and launching programs collectively together, it was like 
the lights were turned mm-hmm. on and mm-hmm. I was ready to fucking go. Oh and my gosh, yeah. I, did, I don't know about you, Jen, but it was like anytime I got a download and it would be, I would be like at home cooking with the family. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I got a box for Jen. I have to tell her about this. No, it's so, like I could not wait until the next day. And so... <laughs> What turned, it was one Voxer would turn into like a five hour conversation <laughs> until midnight. I was just Voxering each other about how excited we are. <laughs> Meanwhile, the kids are like, mom, mom, yeah. hello. Mom. Mom. <laughs> yeah. And so Voxer is this powerful tool, but it can be very interruptive if you allow it to be. Uh-huh. And it's like this walkie talkie app that we use to communicate with our clients and primarily the way that we communicate with each other. And I was realizing that my Voxer was full of Megan at 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> <laughs> because me too. I was the same yeah. way. I was like, oh, 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 like a little squirrel. So uh-huh. excited about all these different nuggets and things that I was having downloads about. Totally. And I think because you were playing with me, I was like, okay, she's cool with this. I'm not crossing any of her boundaries. <laughs> she's actually inviting me into this. So it was like, we were giving one another permission to yep. respond. And in Voxer, so in case you guys don't know, in Voxer, you can tell when the other person listens to your voice memo. <laughs> so sometimes, oh my God, this is so bad. I start listening to it and I'm like, I can't listen to the end of it because then she's going to know I, lis- I listen to it. And then sh- she's going to wonder why I didn't respond right away. <laughs> thing with kids on snap now do you know this like oh no if it's seen like if they don't respond and they see it it's like an f you so it's like it's it's this thing where if you see it and you listen to it it's like megan doesn't want to hear from me i'm gonna cry (laughs) so i was the same way well do you remember the days where you used to text somebody you used to text message somebody and it would take like two days for them to get back to you and that was normal And that was normal because we were living our life. And I think a lot of us were trying to integrate with this new technology. And now because we've been conditioned to get immediate information and respond right away. And if you don't respond right away, you might miss out on an opportunity because somebody else could have responded quicker than you and Mm. grabbed your ticket or the opportunity or whatever. So I think we're living in an age where we're conditioned to respond immediately. Mm -hmm. And if you don't respond immediately, it's like a fuck you Mm -hmm. to the other person, which is really hard to navigate. Totally. Yeah. And it's this thing I always talk about, about are you living in defense or offense? Uh And so I think that Right now, if you want to actually be the leader of your life, if you want to live in offense, you have to be really um, open to setting clear, firm boundaries so that you're not always in response. You're not always in defense. You're actually like setting some firm boundaries so that you can guide the direction of your energy and how you show up. Uh huh. Yeah. So, how do we do that, Meg? Oh, this is so good. Okay. So, one more thing I want to add okay. to that before we give tools is because you and I are both very into human design. And I know a lot of our listeners are also into human design. When I did a poll in my Facebook group, that was the number one thing people wanted to hear in season two. So we're doing an entire episode on human design. But being that we are both generators, we are conditioned to respond. And yep. (laughs) 
sometimes the responding right away is actually not in the highest good because we're reacting. Mm. And so for me, what's really important is for me to pause. Mm. Like say you were to send me a voxer and say, hey, Megan, let's launch a retreat in February in <laughs> Thailand. <laughs> And, and immediately I'm like, oh, my God, that sounds amazing. And I don't want to disappoint her. And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Mm. I actually need to feel it in my body first, the experience of what would a retreat in Thailand feel like, who would be there. I need to, like, sit on it and envision it mm. and then get back to you because – I also am a recovering people pleaser. Yeah. So I want to say yes to you because I don't want to disappoint you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to note on that a little bit because I do know that a big chunk of the population, we are generators and a lot of us are also recovering people pleasers mm-hmm. or current people pleasers and that we want to say yes right away. And in that saying yes, we're actually sometimes becoming a disappointment not just to ourselves but to the other person and it ultimately is not of the highest good we're trying to people please by saying yes but then when we can't follow through on what the saying yes actually means then we end up sabotaging ourselves or the project or letting the other person down when we can just say hey can i can i sit on this a little bit let me get back to you can i get back to you tomorrow can i get back to you next week I need a little bit of time to feel into this, I think is one of the best boundaries that we can create for ourselves and, you know, our partners in business and life. Yeah, I I know we were, I was just going to ask you about getting into tools, but I'm, you're like making me go on a tangent here. So here we go. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's great. You said something in there that uh-huh. I wanted to pull out and I want to bring to your attention. Okay. So you said immediately um, that you want to please me. You want uh-huh. me to approve of you, right? Or whoever. That's you're, my conditioning. That's yeah. all of our conditioning is what I want to point out. Like we are so conditioned to um, stop creating boundaries for our own self-care and so conditioned to set boundaries that will actually give us that self-care. So let me back into this, okay? When you are saying yes, when you want to be saying no, the first question you need to be asking yourself is, what is the person on the other side? What do they, what do I need to receive from them? So for Mm. example, if you're trying to please me, why? Why do you need my approval? Why do you need me to tell you that you're good enough or that you're doing a good job? Uh Why can't you tell yourself that, Uh right? So what are you missing internally inside that is allowing you to show up in a way where you need that approval from another person? Uh So I think when we start to set boundaries and we start to create them, we get to create a new narrative that it's self-care. Yes. Because you're saying, okay, I don't need that other person. It's like the biggest empowerment tool. It's like, I don't need that other person. I don't need to please the other person to get what I need internally. I can give it to myself. Yes. And if I set clear boundaries, I get to give it to myself instead of relying on Megan to be like, wow, Jen, yes, you can do everything. You're perfect. You're a power player. You could just get it all done, right? Right. Yes. (laughs) And so for me, that was the biggest mindset shift with boundaries. Mm. And then that's when I actually learned it, embodied that and started showing up in that way is when I really became sovereign, right? Mm. When I really became... um, 
oh, I, like I almost stepped into my own worth. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I can give everything to myself that I need. I don't need you to do that for me. This is so good. You said something before we hit record. Okay. And it was something along the lines of setting boundaries is the highest form of spiritual self-care. Yeah, I did say that. And I'm thank you for asking me that because I forgot to add that in. <laughs> so this is what I mean by that. When we say yes, when we really want to say no, and I know so many of you out there are like, oh my gosh, I've already done that five times today, (laughs) right? But when we do that, what happens is when you're in that situation, so for example, if you say yes to your mother-in-law's barbecue, and you're like, wow, I really want to spend time with my husband, but I feel like I need to go to the barbecue with my mother-in-law, you're saying yes to her, and you're showing up in a way that has this underlying subconscious resentment, right? Oh, so you're showing up because you're you're there. You don't want to be. You're like frustrated. Yeah. You have a little animosity towards her. Like, why did she ask you? Me, why did I she wanted ask to go me? get a glass of wine but at the my, wine bar. Yeah, like for real. So you're sitting there. You're doing things and you're not present. You're in your own resentment stew. And you're pulling yourself back into this lower level of energetic being. Did you say resentment stew? Resentment stew. Is, yes. that, in the, is that in our cauldron? <laughs> it's our cauldron. <laughs> it's a resentment cauldron. And it's like you're just literally living there. So instead, if you say yes, only when you want to say yes, imagine how you could be completely present, completely uh-huh. engaged with the person on the other side. You're giving them your full self. You're giving them your authentic self. You're showing up in joy. And they're receiving that from you. And then that's going to vibe so much higher. Yes. Yes. And and I want to go even a little bit deeper, oh Jen. Oh, boy. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know me. I see Always her face. Deep. She gets like a twinkle in her eye when she hears me say something. She's like, oh, ooh. <laughs> I love this. I love this. Okay. So here's the thing is you said when you're when you say yes, when you really want to say no. Mm. I believe a lot of us are so conditioned to say yes that we don't even know intuitively if we want to say yes or if we want to say no. I didn't even think of that. That is such an awareness. I mean, that that is powerful because how do we get that awareness then, Megan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, do we, how do we get that awareness then? What's really true for us? Yeah, well, and, and this can go into some of the tools that we have and I want to speak to intuition a little bit because I believe that what we're talking to I believe setting boundaries is a form of activating your intuition Mm. Ooh, go say more on that (laughs) I want to hear this and what I mean by that is when you know when we're so conditioned to make decisions based on the headspace based on logic based on approval of from others based on accolades, just, you know, based on how we as humans perceive success. And I'm saying that with quotes, with finger quotes. Her fingers are moving. My fingers are moving right now. <laughs> that That is ego. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Intuition is based on what does my inner knowing tell me? Intuition is that gut feeling that you can't really explain. Mm. The head cannot often explain, but you just know because you know. And that's intuition. It's Mm. putting your hands on your heart, asking yourself a question of, should I say yes to this person? Mm. Feel into it. 
What does my body tell me? Ooh, do I have a tightness in my shoulders? Why? Does my, I know like my neck starts hurting. Yeah. And my solar plexus is like uh, on fire. Mm. And, and I start to feel this level of stress in my body when I said yes to something that is not in alignment with my values and or my capacity at that moment. This is intuition. So um, so I don't want to go on too much of a tangent, but I think this really speaks to this conversation because I believe a lot of our listeners are saying yes when they really want to say no, and they but they don't know what their intuitive answer would be. What the woo-woo? What the woo-woo? What the woo-woo-woo-woo witchery? Woo-woo witchery! <laughs> yeah, we're talking about it. We are. We're talking about intuition. And manifestation. Megan, I manifested you. And I manifested you. And here we are in the soul shed. And here we are in the soul shed. And you know what's so funny is our husbands call us witches. We are witches. We are woo-woo witches. It means we can manifest cool shit. <laughs> You guys, we would love for you to come meet us in our community cauldron at our next event, the Soul Success Summit. Did you just say community cauldron? (laughs) (laughs) Did I just make that up or did I hear that somewhere? No, I think that's fantastic because we are going to mix up a great, great brew for all of you listening with our amazing sisterhood where you can connect with us and we're going to come to you live online where we're getting out of the soul shed and into the soul success summit oh my goddess we are going to be talking about all things from ways that you can access and activate your intuitive abilities to manifest like an olympic athlete so The woo-woo shit is not just for witches, it's for everyone. That's right. And we're going to turn you into a witch by the time you're done. (laughs) Watch out. And if you're really looking to level up your business, to really scale your business this year and lead from heart instead of hook, then this is where you want to be on September 30th and October 1st, live with us. So in addition to hearing from Meg and Jen, yes, I just did refer to myself in the third person. (laughs) Love when you do that. You're going to hear from so many incredible speakers who, yes, you might consider witches, but they're just really brilliant at the application of how you, yes, you can get out of the logic, stop the self-sabotage and start manifesting like the Olympic athlete that is inside of you. Yeah. And if you're ready to stop hustling, stop forcing and instead really tap into your divine feminine and manifest from flow and fluidity, this is where you want to be. You can find out all the juicy details at soulascentpodcast.com. Mmm, I think that's that really spoke to me. Um, we were even just having this conversation before we hit record mm-hmm. about our intuition and our moon sign and all these things. But I was thinking to myself, whenever I have an intuition download, it's it's like I feel it in my stomach, uh-huh. but I also at the same time feel the anxiety of, uh-uh, I can't take this on in my yeah. stomach. So how, Megan, you're really great at this, um, is some really great tools for understanding how to feel and have that body connection uh-huh. to a yes or no. Uh-huh. So maybe we could start there with uh-huh. a tool where you uh-huh. could share maybe how 
our audience could say, okay, do I even want to say yes or no? Yep. How do I know if it's if if it's supposed to be this intuitive feeling? Uh huh. Okay. So this is really good. So we've kind of touched on this in a previous episode where we talked about automatic writing and journaling. Yeah. And I think this could be a great tool in us listening to our intuition in the form of asking questions. Okay. So say you were to come to me and be like, hey, Meg, I want to start a program together. We're going to start October 1st. It's going to be amazing. Da, 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 da. Here are all the details. And I respond, sounds amazing. Can you give me a minute here? Can I get back to you on Monday? Mm. And I start journaling and I say, okay, October 1st, uh, whatever the name of the program is, how does this feel to me? Mm. Does this feel in alignment? And I start asking questions based on how I feel. And then I answer the questions. So how does this program with Jen on October 1st feel intuitively? And sometimes we respond based on logic immediately. Yeah. And so we start to get into tactic and, yeah. you know, all the tools. <laughs> but we keep asking the same question until we get the answer that we want to hear. So maybe the ego answered for this form of self-gratification and self-approval. Oh. But because you tapped into your body, you could still feel that something was off. Your heart rate was like, you know, going a middle million miles a minute. You're sweating in a way that doesn't feel good. I think there's a difference between, you know, heart rate going up because you get an intuitive hit and it feels good and you're excited and yeah. there's a little bit of fear, but you're like, actually, this energizes me. There's a difference between that and then getting a nudge. Your heart rate goes up, you're sweating, but you actually feel depleted. There's a difference. Wow. Okay. So I think going back to setting boundaries responding to an invitation and having a method to respond can be the greatest form of setting boundaries that will not le not only help you reclaim your power and your sovereignty but also the other person as well because when we say yes when we want to say no and then we end up disappointing that person because we couldn't complete the project on time or we couldn't fulfill the commitment because it didn't energetically feel good, then we're actually being a disservice to the person on the other side as well. Even though our intention was of the highest good, we weren't able to perform in the way that we wanted to. Yeah, I love that. I I love that tool. I want to I want to maybe try to to break this down. I have one I want to share also, but first I want to tap more into that, Meg. So, is there a way in the moment like in the moment that you're being asked a question to perform or to do something, maybe you're at work and your boss is like, I need this report to be done by three o'clock today. And you know that you cannot get that done, but yet you're really called to say yes because it's your boss, right? Uh -huh. So how can we in that moment, right, honor ourselves, but also show up for our commitments? Do you have maybe something that you could share with our audience that could help navigate that gap? Mm. Again, I always think asking questions. Okay. So I had just mentioned asking questions to ourselves in our journal, but also asking the other person okay. the question. So if it 
if the 3 p.m. deadline doesn't feel good and you know that intuitively, but you know they want to hear you say yes, yes. maybe you could respond in saying, okay, I hear you. You're saying three o'clock. Can I ask you why? Why does it need to be three o'clock today versus three o'clock tomorrow? Um, so I think that could be a great tool in, you know, sometimes we set deadlines and goals, but we actually don't know why. Mm-hmm. And so getting to the root of why and then why we want to say yes. <laughs> yeah, I think that what I what I hear you saying is clarifying. So so for me, I feel the same way with boundaries. It's like because most of the time I I, I don't know if this is something you've experienced, is when people ask you for something, you in your mind create a story around it, where it's Uh like, oh, they expect me to do it by the end of the day, or Uh it's expected to be done by 9 a.m. tomorrow, and we create our own, like, agony. (laughs) And storyline in our brain, because we haven't clarified with the person. Uh Uh-huh, yes. So I think sometimes we put our own boundaries on ourselves that are just beyond our capacity without us really getting the information we need and clarifying. So I have my clients when they're setting boundaries, I'm like, okay, this is a great practice tool for you. Why do you think they need this by this time? Did they tell you that? And most of the time the response is no, they didn't. I'm like, great. So just like you said, go back to them, ask them those questions to clarify so that you don't create a storyline in your own mind. And then the second thing is when you're going to someone that you have, um, maybe they have an authority over you in some form, uh-huh. So you're always feeling like you need to kind of live into that. <clears throat> I always ask my clients to say, okay, what you should do is maybe go to that person and practice. Practice setting a smaller boundary with them in a time where they're not giving you one, right? Like you actually take the offense approach and set a clear boundary with them in a small way that's digestible. Uh-huh. And then... The next day, see how it lands with them. And I guarantee you that they are not mad at you. They don't disapprove of you. They're no longer going to fire you, right? All these things in your brain. And so you can get practice and comfort in setting boundaries so that when the big one comes, right, you can be a little bit more clear in your stand Uh and feel like it's not the end of the world. Because we catastrophize a lot. Oh, my God. Absolutely. (laughs) This is hilarious. I don't know Uh if you know this, but this happened already between the two of us today. What? Oh, Oh, this morning. (laughs) So you sent me a Voxer. Oh, this is such a great example. Oh my gosh. I can't believe this is happening. Okay. Jen sent me a Voxer this morning and she invited me to, uh, it was like a meeting. Zoom meeting. A Zoom meeting to create a program that we're launching in the fall. And you said, you know, I, I really think we should do this soon because, you know, we need time to plan and, you know, create the program and have our team build it on the back end. And my immediate (laughs) response was, I have to say yes to her. And I listened to my body and my heart rate was like, oh, my God, this feels so energetically draining for me. Um, I don't have the capacity right now. Like I had, it took me a while to respond to I you. I noticed. I know it was, it, it, okay. So yes, I hear what you're saying. I want you to continue. But I was like, I sent this Voxer two hours ago. <laughs> I said, literally I had this thought. I sent this Voxer two hours ago. And then this is the second thought that went through my head. Now and listen, you, you guys. Me that, I didn't hit that you played it. That you played it. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's mad at me. <laughs> I started to catastrophize. Why did I ask her to do that? <laughs> 
my god, okay, so this go is so funny. And so in my head, my head was like, you have to say yes to her. She's going to be mad at you if you don't say yes, because Jen's got deadlines. And <laughs> so do you. And you're you're going to fail her. And, uh-huh. you know, of course, it was so ridiculous. Right. So was of mine. course. Mm-hmm. But I started to catastrophize the what if I say something she doesn't want to hear Mm -hmm. and then she's going to be mad at me. What will happen? Mm -hmm. Well, that is a form of I was looking for your approval. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. And so I had to really sit and listen to my intuition and what my intuition was saying, what would be the best response to you. And so do you remember what I said to you? Yeah, I know exactly what you said to me. You you said, I heard you. She Okay, first of all, you guys, Megan and I have the best working relationship. <laughs> I don't think you quite understand it. It's insanely amazing. But anyway, she responded to me and she said she heard me. She understood me. She <clears throat> honored my request. She agreed with some of the things that I had suggested. However... She said, could we just push pause and revisit this in maybe two weeks versus one week? And I was like, oh, yeah, of course. And it was no big deal. And it was like I, I sent her a mess. I literally sent you a 20 second message back after your yeah. three minute message. I was like, yeah, that's no problem. We can just figure it out when I get back from Salt Lake. Like that was my response, <laughs> was right? <laughs> so that's what's happening yeah. to you guys on the other side of possibly these catastrophes that are happening by you setting small boundaries. Wow. Oh, that was good. That was really good. We have so many voices in our head. And you know, I give all the voices a name. And so I believe part of us really enhancing our intuitive abilities, setting boundaries, and owning our own sovereignty is to create this awareness around the voices in our head and actually have a conversation with them. Where are these voices coming from? Why do I need her approval? Why do I need to say yes to her? Do I need to say yes because I feel like she's going to disown me as a friend and we're not going to have a podcast again because I said no? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. But that's what happens. I know. The stories get so obscene. Like It's like, how did I create that story out of one conversation? Absolutely. I spoke to... um, uh, a mentor of mine, a, a new mentor, I'm going to start working with him, who analyzes dreams. Oh. And he said that, what uh, can you be the conductor of the orchestra of all the voices that are going on in your head? Mm. And it was such a beautiful way to articulate mm-hmm. the, not just the self-sabotage conversation, but also the conversation that can be of our highest good. How do you create this awareness? Mm -hmm. And then from that awareness, set really specific boundaries so that you can own your own sovereignty. Mm. That's so powerful. I love that analogy. I'm going to take that from your dream mentor. <laughs> I love that very Steven. much. Yeah. But Meg, before we kind of wrap up this episode, I do want to acknowledge you for your transparency. Oh, thank so, you. You too. Yeah. You're, yeah. I, I love that about you so much. And um, I love that we have the space to do that with each other. And it's not easy to say that, right? It's not easy to say that all the time. And so I, I love your vulnerability. I love your transparency. Mm. It's just so beautiful. And hopefully this 
share between Megan and I and us sharing with you just, you know, the small things that go on between her and I on a daily basis, the things that go on with my clients, her clients can really help support you in bringing forward boundaries to create more self-care in your life. Mm. Um, so Meg, can we possibly kind of start to transition now into our action items for this episode yes yes well you know and it's funny i think we should talk about this card i think i wish you guys could see this card right now it's so beautiful so before we hit record i felt called to pull pull a card and which we don't do every day by the way we don't do that this megan just brought them in and put them in front of me I think it was maybe the first time I've done it like together. I always pull card for, cards for you, but I think it was the first time I actually brought them into the she shed. Yeah. And so I felt called to pull a card, and this card is all about deep cellu- cellular healing. And just as you said, Jen, that you believe that boundaries can be the highest form of spiritual self-care, this conversation is really all about deep cellular healing, mm-hmm. not just physical healing, but emotional healing, spiritual healing. Mm-hmm. This is what we're talking about right now. Yeah, I believe that when we don't set clear boundaries, when we don't listen to our intuition, that can be the precursor to a lot of unnecessary stress and anxiety and possibly depression it we go down the rabbit hole the vortex so what we're talking to specifically right now is all about self-care it's all about spiritual emotional and physical self-care and so the mantra for this card is to place your hands on your heart and whisper the following i take back my vitality and energy and feel more and more healthy each and every day. My body knows how to heal. I think that should be our ascendment for sure for this episode. And I truly believe that that kind of healing can start with setting boundaries. Mm -hmm. So thank you for that, Meg. It was a perfect card to pull before this episode, which is like you said, you never pull them before the episode. So that was great. So with that being said, we have our beautiful ascendment. How can we support our audience right now, Megan, in creating your soul assignment? So Megan loves to create soul assignments with every episode because we want this to be interactive for you. We want you to feel a part of these episodes and put them into your day. So we want to bring you something to actually do action item today. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. Meg, what can our audience do today around boundaries to really put these tools into action? Okay, so I have two that come to mind right now. And the first is awareness. I believe anytime we're taking on something new, the first step is awareness. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just to, you know, maybe it's journaling, mm-hmm. seeing when situations or conversations come up today mm-hmm. in which you're provided an opportunity and journal your response Mm. what's going on what's your response in your physical body what's your response in your mental body Mm -hmm. what's your response in your emotional body and just reflect the conversation that's going on inside of you so that you can cultivate this level of awareness and discernment of 
do I want to say yes? Why do I want to say yes? Am I saying yes? But what my body is really telling me is no. Or am I just unclear? And I'm unclear because I need to sit on it Mm -hmm. for a minute and actually receive what's on the other side of me saying yes. Or what's on the other side of me saying no. Mm -hmm. So I think awareness. And then the second one would be how are you going to set better boundaries today? Is Mm -hmm. it time blocking? Is it... um, Is it, you know, maybe you don't work on the weekends anymore? Is it that you turn your phone off at 5 p.m.? Is it that you, instead of responding to text messages right away, you actually turn off the feature where people know that you're reading it and you you pause before you're always just grabbing your phone and responding? So I think there are so many ways that we can set boundaries. And I believe this could be a part two. Yeah, for sure. And where we get really specific. But I think I love the way this conversation went because it went really deep. And I felt that it really needed to go deep so that people could understand, are they, maybe we think we're setting boundaries, but we're not setting boundaries. Mm -hmm. Maybe we think that we're being intuitive, but in actuality, we're just reacting to the other person. We're reacting for approval. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I want to, I, I love both of those soul assignments. I also want people on the other end of this listening to understand that it takes practice. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really, really hard. I, I think it's really hard to set boundaries when you're new to it and you're a people pleaser. And a lot of women, especially women are, we want to say yes. We want to take care. We want to nurture. So I also want to say to everyone listening, when you're, when you're starting this journey into creating these boundaries for yourself, because they are for yourself, Give yourself grace. Mm-hmm. It takes time. It takes practice. And it takes you having loving conversations with yourself on the other side of it, that you are worth the boundaries, that it's okay to set them, that no one's going to be angry with you, that you don't need to feel guilty, and to continue to practice and then anchor to the result that that's it creates. Right. So that's all I wanted to add to those soul assignments, Meg, is that I think sometimes we think it should happen right away. <laughs> And Uh it's just not possible. So just understand it takes time and patience and give yourself grace. This was so good. I, you know, it's funny because when when we came, when I came in here, I was like, what are we going to talk about today with boundaries? (laughs) I had no idea where we were going to go with this, but I always feel that because you and I don't have a lot of structure and we break a lot of fucking rules, I always feel that the conversation goes where it gets to go mm-hmm. and it needs to go. Mm-hmm. And it goes that way because it's meant to impact the, the people that are listening. Mm. I agree. And I think that um, I, I personally love our just breaking the rules style. I love that about our podcast. I love that about our relationship. <laughs> I love that about yes. how we run our businesses and how we run our programs together. And um, hopefully the, the audience can appreciate that as well. And we would love to hear from you. I mean, we, Megan and I really pride ourselves on being connected to our audience. And so mm-hmm. the best way to connect with us, the best way to kind of get to know us even more is if you go to, you can go to our website and our website is um, the soulascendpodcast.com. Yeah, there's just no the oh. soulascendpodcast.com. Sorry. It's 
soulsonpodcast.com. <laughs> and you can also find us on Instagram. And on Instagram, we'd love for you to send us a DM at soulsonpodcast and share with us your soul assignment and the results and how it landed for you. Awesome. Thanks, Jen. That was fun. Thanks, Meg. Did you love this episode? We love connecting with our audience and we want to hear from you. Don't forget to subscribe, review, and share. You can also follow us on Instagram at Soul Ascend Podcast. And don't forget, when you write a five-star review, screenshot it and send it to us at info at soulascendpodcast.com and we will send you our top 10 manifestation hacks 